it's that time of the week with the one and the only Sadia Osmani. Sadia, good to see you. Good morning to you. How are you this morning? Bit grey out there today, isn't it? Yes, um, but you know, it's sunny inside, seeing your smile and, <laughs> and it's really great to see you. You've got an interesting topic. Yeah, <laughs> an interesting one. It's, it's funny because I was actually <laughs> flicking through the local paper, uh, CMP, and I saw this article and then I thought, oh, it might be worth investigating. Because I've kind of seen articles here and there about, you know, how perhaps alcohol consumption is declining, especially in Generation Z, um, in the Gen Z generation. So, for, for instance, that obviously includes people born between 1995 and 2010. And, and based on sort of population Surveys. So They'd, not us then. Uh, yeah, we just well, missed well, it. Well, I don't drink it. anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter <laughs> anyway. But according to the population service, that you know, some of these uh, young people are turning away from drinking alcohol, and that is actually including in Hong Kong. You know, that generation in Hong Kong, which is interesting because the Hong Kong government defines say binge drinking as having more than five glasses of alcoholic beverages within a few hours. That's binge drinking for you. And in two thousand and fourteen. Five, that's a lot, isn't it? That's like a few uh, hours. Oh, in one hour? In in a few hours. Oh, in a few... Okay, sorry, I thought it was yeah. one hour. Yeah, well, that's a bit <laughs> that's, that's really binge drinking. Yeah. So in 2014... Five in a few hours, that's, that's uh, all right. If you go to a party or something, say you have about yeah. two an hour... Like that's one per half an hour. Yeah, so I, I suppose the five could be easily done, couldn't could it? Could be, you know? yeah. Um, but I think, you know, the generations vary in that, you know, some perhaps now, you know, the older generation perhaps in our our age group didn't have these kind of regulations about things or whatever and they perhaps do t- take an extra triple here and there but um, during 2014 and 15 the population health survey conducted by the Hong Kong Centre for Health Protection they said 12.9% of respondents between the ages of 15 and 24 said they binge drank in the 12 months before the survey. Um, this number rose to 15.3% in the 2018 to 19 survey before dropping to 3.6% in the 2020-22 survey. Now, obviously, the decline is not surprising. According to CUHK professor Jean Kim, she, her recent research has focused on young adults in Hong Kong aged between 18 and 34. And there's lots of kind of factors associated with their drinking behavior. And she says that, you know, drink is very much a social activity in Chinese culture. And so with less face-to-face socializing, this has kind of dampened drinking behavior. And obviously, we're talking about things like COVID in Hong Kong, where many people, you know, stayed at home. There were curbs on hours for bars, and they were obviously only lifted at the end of 2022. And as a result, young people who normally would have been drinking could not. And so things like even like university events and orientations, clubs, things like that, everything went to decline. And I think maybe what's happened is that a lot of um, people's habits have kind of changed, that they're not sort of going out so much drinking anymore. It's interesting when she actually said that, you know, that drinking is very much social activity in Chinese culture. I would kind of... um, I I I don't kind of see that somehow. I don't know because you know I've lived in the UK all my life and and I've been in Hong Kong only about sort of 6 7 years now but I would say that 
generally what I see when I go out, and this is like whether it's as a family or as a couple, is that, you know, when you go to places to eat, I feel that food is is very much up there. Um, and I don't really notice so many places where people have bottles of wine or drinks on the table. Not so much in kind of big, because everything is a family-orientated thing. So I would argue that actually... It isn't so much of a, a, a in the Chinese culture. I, it may maybe be they go for like karaoke. Yeah, separately, yeah. it might be separately in in like as you say, karaoke bars, or specifically Pod. for say men getting together, women yeah. getting together, bars things like that. Things, but yeah. but I would say that the drinking culture is very much kind of alive and kicking. Certainly in the UK, where everything is like lots of wine bars, lots of uh, you know, lots of focus on on alcohol. Um, so interesting, you know, I mean, if you think back as to when you started to drink, what wage was it? About five years old. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, you'd go to like um, a, a party or something. Maybe you'll have like, you know, you'll try it. But I think when I was in uni, when I first went to the UK, um, when I was 18, 19, I, I was blown away. By, by how the, much people drank. Or, yeah, totally. I was really blown away. I think people would have maybe a bottle of wine to themselves before a night out. Oh, wow. And, I'd be, and you know, the student drinking culture. they had culture, five binges then, haven't they? Before, <laughs> before you go to the clubs. I'm just like, why? And, and I actually, you know, would say, well, why, what, why are we having a pre-party? And they're like, oh, because drinks are expensive when mm. you go out. So everybody wants to. And so I suppose that's a mentality. Um, I would also assert that more and more young people are moving away from this mm. um, drinking Mm. Uh, thing. I think in Australia, um, I think they call it sober curiosity. I think a lot of young people don't <coughs> like the effects of alcohol on their bodies. Yeah. Maybe they prefer working out. They don't like that alcohol slows them down, impairs their thinking. They want to go out and have a great time and wake up the next morning and be fresh and still be able to maybe go on a hike with their friends, go to mm. the gym yeah. um, and all of that. Yeah. So this sober curiosity movement is actually a really big thing because young people are actually paying more attention to their health and just to their performance on the whole. And we can't deny that, you know, if you have one too many drinks, you feel yeah, a bit and you, and sort you've of said it groggy. all actually. I mean, those are the sorts of things that really another thing that has influenced people, um, especially the younger generation, is this whole link to social media. That there's they're under constant surveillance, right? Uh, yeah. uh, everyone has a mobile, and so many things that you see on social media, you might see drunk people walking around doing crazy things, and this also has kind of affected them. And as you say, there's a real um, interest in your health and being fit and the two things just don't go hand in hand in that respect and and the focus too on say for women it seems to be that men may be the ones who are drinking more but women perhaps are drinking less because they see that alcohol is very much you know these empty calories that they are getting and and you know because it is quite empty high calories calorie. exactly That's right. Um, so they're saying that, you know, there has been a, a quite a shift in, in preferences, but also what has happened is that perhaps, you know, it has shifted to other things as well in terms of it's not so much the alcohol anymore. Um, so some of, I was looking at another report about uh, this. Sadia, before that, you, you don't drink. You have a great time when you go out yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was, I was thinking I about that because about I've never really... Yeah. 
I've I've never drunk in my life, right? But um, never, I, never, never, really, wow. never really. And it's interesting. Or maybe just a sip, but you well, don't. Really... Yeah, I think maybe uh, I was at a um, at a conference or something, and I thought it was orange juice, and it was Buck's Fizz, and so I took a, a sip of it, and I thought, oh, that's awful. I don't really want to drink that anyway. And there's been a couple of pla- places where perhaps you've had a a kind of um, you know a trifle or something with lots of sherry in it or yeah. whatever, you know, sure. but. Um, um, but not really, not directly. I've, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink anyway. Um, but a lot of it is that you know. I think in order to have a good time, I don't think so much. I mean, a lot of people perhaps need the drink to kind of let go a little bit, to chill, and to just let go of their inhibitions a little bit. And and I've seen people transform as I've watched friends and things like that, where suddenly somebody might be quite quiet, and then suddenly after a couple of drinks they start getting a bit too kind of touchy feely, and you think, oh, get off, <laughs> you know. So so you can see the transformation. But I th- personally think that in order to have a good time, it's not so much about drinking; it's about the people that you're with. Because because there's also a placebo effect as well when you are and they've done studies on that you know f- with the sober curiosity that that these people are drinking alcohol free drinks but it mimics a similar effect to if they were drinking as well maybe yeah. not to that extent yeah of- I think you get a bit merry it's like you know if you imagine somebody said to me recently that oh you know I went to the cinema. You know, when I go to the cinema, say, with my husband or with my partner, we sit there civilised, we watch this film and we don't, you know, we sit there doing everything normally. But then she said, but when I go to the cinema with my friends, a bunch of friends, and these are like grown women, suddenly she said, we all become like teenagers. We're giggling, we're laughing and we're joking. And we kind of, you know, maybe say something in the middle of the film or something. (laughs) And so it just shows you that like what happens is that it's this kind of atmosphere that you're in and the type of the level level of of people that you're with if you're having a laugh then you just tend to have a laugh regardless of whether you've been drinking or not you know mm. so it that that does have a, an effect um I, I was looking at as i said i was looking at this report to say that you know how why it's kind of um the other reasons where perhaps this whole inclination to drink has gone down um and it said that you know the the a number of things could be like policy changes you know where they're targeting say underage per- purchasing of alcohol so now if it is difficult certainly to purchase it then it may decline certainly between young and asking for id and stuff like that um and also the role of migration from countries where alcohol is prohibited in so many countries now you know um if you look around you know they may be groups of people who come from ethnicities where alcohol is not uh, acceptable. So, for instance, with myself, I don't drink, and that is partly, you know, that is because of religious purposes. Um, and so that that also then leads to a decline where the population is, say, focused on this group. Um, there's also um, factors like, you know, it is less affordable now for young to, for young people to drink because it's incredibly expensive, and you cannot afford to drink like that. It's you know? it's really expensive to drink in Hong yeah. Kong unless yeah. you go to you know, Club Seven Eleven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and also, like you know, I suppose lots of people are now like focused. If you're focused on your career, if you want to do this, you're going to have a certain discipline about it. And thinking, look, I can't do this. I can't risk doing this right now because you know 
it may lead to something else or whatever. Um, but there's also this kind of, they say that changes have also happened because of authoritative or warm parenting relationships, where, for instance, where from the start you're talking to your children about alcohol and its benefits or not benefits, and understanding that, you know, do this responsibly. And, and it is, I think, very important to educate your... I, I, I remember when I my daughter was very young one of her friends um mother passed away and uh and it was because of drinking right and and i remember that this girl when she was 10 she went to a birthday party with her family and everyone had drinks on the table and she was being asked to try them which i thought hang on look when this has happened it's why would you do that yeah, yeah and, and also why encourage a 10 eventually this 10 year old is going to try it herself at some point yeah. but don't start it at oh, such what, an what early age to have, yeah. to have a sip yeah. or for anyone like you know when my daughter was growing up like you know she was invited to a party and they said um the father said oh there'll be cider on the in the party and yet they were all underage and I said you're not going because yeah. it's not appropriate for no. you to go and then they decided after everyone boycotted it they decided that okay there won't be there's just going to be soft drinks which I thought yeah. why are you encouraging it so I think you know responsible parenting is also a, an, an important factor yeah well you know that there's a whole debate uh, oh what's her name uh Kirsten um oh gosh you know the the, the voice of the, the one from the good place oh come back to me um her and her husband uh, Dax Shepherd, they have alcohol-free beer, mm. and they let the daughters try alcohol-free beer, and so that stirred a really big debate. So some people are saying, well, it may be alcohol-free; mm. it still has like 0.05 percent. And some people are saying, well, it's totally fine; it's just a drink; it's a non-alcoholic beverage. And then there's some people who say, well. It's the idea of allowing them and thinking yeah. it's acceptable yeah. to have something that's alcohol-related at such a young yeah. age. So it really depends on where you it's spend... It's almost a weaning process, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just depends on, you know, where on the spectrum you are. But I totally agree. I think it's... Um, you, you need... I mean, you, you know one shouldn't necessarily encourage children to try mm. alcohol but i don't think we should necessarily just tell them alcohol is bad yeah. um it's about uh, the moderation thing again isn't exactly it? It it's about teaching to them That's to right. be responsible because, you because know, if you tell them it's bad they're not going to listen yeah, to you and also then that just creates a little, a little bit more of a curiosity the secrecy, yeah exactly. you have to understand that like if you look around in europe um and in france and italy and things like that now alcohol is very much part of an, a nice lunch like you'll have a glass of wine or whatever but there's no like it's not like a binge thing it's you enjoy it and you just have that one glass or whatever but but in other places it's like you just keep drinking you have to keep drinking i've known people who on a friday night will drink loads and loads of milk to line their stomach um you know that's that's what i've <laughs> what i heard you know really? uh, we'll line oh, we'll drink lots of milk before like they go out on a friday night so that they the get alcohol doesn't it takes more time to absorb because the milk lines yeah. the stomach you see so um you get less drunk less yeah, quickly it takes time for you to to sure to and get. you probably won't get as sick then yeah, god knows yeah. I, I have no idea but that's what i've heard of um so the other things that have perhaps how much said are you drink i mean I not you know. but how much is one drink if you need to line your stomach but to with tell milk? you the truth like i know certainly in the uk like you know friday night saturday night seriously um i remember um doing some work with the police um in edinburgh and um there is an area in edinburgh which is 
very much full of clubs and nightclubs and things like that. And the police were telling me that, you know, we get so many people from here on a Friday and Saturday night going to accident and emergency because oh, of things that have happened because yeah. they've been drinking alcohol. But the thing is that if you, you can't actually stop this from happening because there's a huge industry that runs the tourist industry everything runs on the whole thing of nightclubs and restaurants serving alcohol so it's a vicious circle it's kind of a thing you can't really get rid of it's all you can do is try and moderate it to say look limit the amount that you drink yeah. don't go crazy about it what's interesting about alcohol and i'll tell you you know um that there are there are people I know who have a really good time with, when they drink, um, and then there's some people who just after a few drinks they just turn into like not miserable, s- yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe emotional even, yeah. maybe you start crying or something. I don't know. Um, I know I know in the past that might have happened. You, know, you just feel like <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you, and then you start crying. Well, I, was like, I think you become. I think alcohol perhaps magnifies out, whatever yeah, what mood you, you were, are or what, what you mood really you're are. in yes. earlier that day yeah, as well. There is something to say. So if you're angry, the truth sort of comes out. <laughs> I've 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 seen people who've drunk a little bit too much who can get a little bit abusive and say things which you think mm, are not quite appropriate, and yeah. you just think is that really what's inside them at that point? And but the alcohol brings it, brings out. it out. I don't know. It's, yeah, that's interesting. It's it's a very varried subject, and there's no sort of like real recipe to how ha- you know no. you you have Everyone's two or three drinks individuals and you might be merry and then you have one too many. It sort of flips you over. Yeah. To, well, it's yeah. a good thing I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very interesting topic for today. Uh, and I look forward to more chinwags with you next week. Thank you very much. And a quick look at